0: I hate to tell you this, but your hair looks like an Easter egg.
1: The girl with colorful, dyed hair used to be the outlier and rebel. So, how did she go mainstream? Dyed hair was once a visual shorthand to convey a character's edginess or alternativeness.
0: Oh my God, didn't they tell you? Tell me what. Punk rock is over."
1: It even came across to some as scary, unsettling, a threatening challenge to the social status quo. Today though, it almost is the norm. Sex symbols, celebrities, and beauty icons adopt the full rainbow of hair colors like putting on new shades of makeup. My mom was like, you look like a Skittle. So what changed? On screen, female characters with brightly dyed hair have taken on an interesting range of symbolisms. Classically, dyed hair can be used to set characters apart from their peers, defining characters as alternative, whether because they have a strong feeling they don't fit in with their peers, are sensitive or creative artist types, or are going through a youthful rebellion. I had
0: my hair dyed, and you had it dyed had died of natural causes.
1: Brightly dyed hair is a means for a character's self-expression, often visualizing something about their inner life, the shade of their feelings, or shifts in their personality or romance. It can even be a form of self-creation. I apply my
0: personality in a paste
1: and due to its impermanence, hair color can be used by characters to invent personas and disguises, or explore different identities they want to try on. Accordingly, dyed hair can be a visual symbol for character or story themes. It can also be a form of othering. Unnatural hair color can signify a character's otherworldliness or magical qualities. It can connect to stories about exploring sexuality, or it can be a sometimes lazy shorthand for an alt personality. As with the Asian hair streak, which has been criticized for often not being paired with enough further character development.
0: Oh god, I look so
1: good. Channeling both the otherworldly and alternative connotations, dyed hair can also alert us to subversive, sometimes villainous characters, both male and female, who challenge the status quo. Here is our take on the evolution of the on screen girl with dyed hair and whether her vivid locks still have power to shock and unsettle, or if her symbolism is changing entirely. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe, and hit the bell to be notified about all of our new videos. It's not red, it's crimson glow.
0: I could see it now. Social world, wild parties, Axl Rose.
1: Hair color is often read in our society as revealing something about your inner nature so dyeing one's hair a color that's obviously unnatural is a willful act of self-creation. On screen, it's associated with consciously cultivating a persona, whether that's due to a youthful phase, when many might rebel, or a deeper form of self-invention.
0: It's called Blue Ruin. Right. Snappy name,
1: huh?" In Ladybird, the eponymous teenage girl is confined by so much in her environment, she desperately wants to become her own person. And by dyeing her hair red, she expresses that, even tries to actualize it. In Greece, Frenchie is the only pink lady who isn't boy-obsessed and is instead pursuing her creativity through a career as a beautician. Her hair is a visible reminder that she's perhaps not that naturally talented at her chosen vocation. I had a little trouble in tinting class." Still, her dyed hair marks her out as different in a special, lovable way, and singles her out as the ultimate pink lady. Rainbow hair dyeing has long been a go-to for young people with angst or alternative leanings. Dyeing hair is a non-permanent modification, meaning it can be used by teens who usually can't get tattooed as minors without parental consent, and might not have enough disposable income to do other alt things, like changing their whole wardrobe or riding a motorcycle. The way I dress is a figure of speech. I'm 15 years old here. I'm stuck in teenage hell. Meredith Grey from Grey's Anatomy took this route as a teen.
0: I wore a lot of black. Ooh, had the whole angry pink hair thing going on.
1: Reminding us that even straight-laced doctors might have been the dyed hair girl once. So how did the association between brightly dyed hair and alternativeness even start? To answer that, let's look back at the longer history of this practice. Humans have been dyeing their hair unnatural colors for millennia, for a variety of reasons. Experts have found evidence dating back to ancient Egypt dye jobs, where the desired color was blue-black, achieved with juniper berries. In ancient Rome, sex workers were forced to have yellow hair to set them apart. This was often a wig, but some women dyed their own hair to meet the stipulation. Later, during the Rococo era of the early 18th century, both men and women would powder their white pompadour wigs in a range of colors, from pale gray to pink. At this time, fashion, including hairstyle, was one of many women's only means of self-expression.
0: Well, you have so many ways of expressing yourselves, whereas we must make do
1: with our hats and our dresses. Fashion historian Ruby Redstone notes that pink hair was revived in the 1940s when women involved in the war effort decided that blonde didn't look so good with khaki. It arrived on screen in the 1960s when Bridget Bardot wore a bobbed pink wig in Two Weeks in September to complement her character's coquettish personality. And in What a Way to Go, Shirley MacLaine played Louisa May Benson, wife of Pinky Benson, who became so self-absorbed that in a surreal expression of vanity, he made everything pink, including her. <laughs> been my
0: inspiration."
1: Like in the Rococo era of hair color, during this 60s period, hair color could be unusual but soft, pastel tones were still favored. In the 1970s, though, bright, near-neon colors became a key part of the subversive aesthetic of the punk movement. In nature, bright color can be a warning. Vividly colored insects and animals are often venomous, and in the same way, the brightly colored hairstyles of the punk seem to warn onlookers, acting as an extension of punk's jarring confrontational stance. Vibrant, unnatural hair color was a quick, cheap way of rejecting the status quo, sending an instant visual message that confirmed a person's non-conformist punk status. Mm-hmm. What do you do for fun? you have a hobby?
0: Um,
1: I photograph roadkill. I have a passion with life <laughs> and that. These bright colors were continued by the grunge, goth, and club kid subcultures. And similarly to how people in the 60s found long hair on men to be political, in the 90s a generational divide brewed with parents and even law enforcement panicking over what they perceived to be some connection between alternative style and bad behavior. The spike in teenagers acting alternative in the 90s led to a series of interventions on talk show specials in which teens and young adults were berated by their friends and families. She's crazy, look at her! (laughs) She's, I, well, she's been called um, Raggedy Ann on crack." Mirroring this history, for a long time on screen, the dyed hair girl was basically a visual shorthand for being alternative, often in a way that a male character looking for a change might find alluring. The archetypal example of this is Clementine in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Her constantly evolving hair color represents her changing feelings towards partner Joel, and the seasons of their relationship, but also makes her an exciting enigma, and on some level Joel looks to her to reinvigorate his life. Clementine calls this false expectation out. Too many guys think I'm a concept, or
0: I complete them, or
1: I'm gonna make them alive. At the same time, her alternative hair color is implicitly pathologized, as in their relationship's downtimes Joel paints her as volatile, potentially unfaithful, and lacking a true sense of identity.
0: I assume you f***ed someone tonight. Isn't that how you get people to like you?"
1: Clementine even sees herself as unable to commit to anything. I'll get bored with you and feel trapped because that's what happens with me. And after both of them have erased their memories of one another, she tells Joel that the reason they don't recognize each other is probably because of her changing hair color.
0: It might be the hair. What might? It changes a lot, the color. That's why you might not recognize me."
1: Which implies that this transience in her appearance often has a chameleon-like effect in her life, allowing her to disappear. As a result of this history, some people continue to equate rainbow-colored hair with problematic behavior. In 2018, a writer called Alexander Cortez was taken to task on Twitter for claiming that women who dyed their hair were showing their toxic and lethal traits. Although his opinion was deemed bizarre, the concept of colored hair signifying complex personalities or even mental health struggles is sometimes used on screen or projected by viewers onto characters. Some have even suggested that Clementine's behavior could be evidence of borderline personality disorder.
0: I'm f-ing crawling out of my skin. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Right now, you can get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com the take. Do you feel like you're being held back from being your happiest and most fulfilled self? I found that therapy is a huge help in working through the setbacks I encounter at work and in relationships and helping me chart a new path forward. With BetterHelp, finding a therapist couldn't be more simple. It will match you with a licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. There's a broad range of expertise available, which you may not be able to find locally in many areas. And there's no waiting in uncomfortable waiting rooms. You can do weekly video or phone sessions from the comfort of your own home. And even send your therapist a message if you need to tell them something between sessions. BetterHelp also makes it easier than ever to afford therapy and financial aid is available. Right now, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So join me and over 2 million others who use this amazing service. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com the take. That's betterhel dot com the take.
1: In some depictions of women with unnaturally colored hair, the hair color signifies her otherworldliness. If the character is a shapeshifter, like Sisu in Raya and the Last Dragon, Raven in X-Men, or Madame Mim in The Sword and the Stone,
0: Long purple
1: hair. when she comes into her human form, she retains colors from her other magical form. In Fifth Element, supreme being Lilu's show-stealing bright orange bob sets her apart from others in a near-magical way, emphasizing her nature as a supreme being of the universe. In Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, Ramona Flowers is actually just a normal human girl, but part of what makes her seem so magical to Scott is the way she constantly and casually alters her hair.
0: It's all blue. I change my hair every week and a half to get used to it."
1: It's similar to why Clementine appeals to the much more average-looking Joel, as if her appearance promises to make over his life into something more exciting. For women with otherworldly powers, especially superheroes and supervillains, their hair color represents that unusual or unnatural power. In X-Men, Psylocke's purple hair is said to represent her psychic abilities, while Suicide Squad's Harley Quinn receives her powers after throwing herself into a vat of acid, an origin story which is commemorated in her bright white skin and red and blue hair. Her transformed physical appearance likewise acts as a permanent reminder of her failed love
0: affair with the Joker,
1: which has scarred her even more deeply inside.
0: And do give the Joker
1: my best. Okay, fine, so I hadn't told people about the breakup." Films can use brightly colored hair to add to surreal, nightmarish scenarios. In Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, colored hair creates eerie homogeneity amongst the adult attendees of the Baron's birthday party. The sweet pink and lilac colors they wear are almost sickly and contrast with the dirtiness of the children. Similarly, Uma's pink hair in Paradise Hills is an aspect of her makeover that's part of a dystopian program engineered to turn her into a Stepford Wife-style yes-girl who'll marry the man her mother wants her to. In the Hunger Games series, the brightly colored hair of people like Effie Trinket and Caesar Flickerman represents the sweet-looking facade of the Capitol, which contrasts to the bleak reality of life in pen In more realistic stories, diet hair can still be used to other or explore a character's desire to seek out what's not considered the accepted norm in their society. Sometimes this is connected to a character's sexuality. I'm Sinead, I like pain, I'm homosexual. In the movie Itty Bitty Titty Committee about a group of vigilante lesbians, lead character Anna is initially too straight-laced to dye her hair, but as she becomes more comfortable with her sexuality and starts working with the group, she decides to dye it. This connection makes sense, given that color is an intrinsic part of the LGBTQIA community's visual language, in the form of the rainbow flag. In Blue is the Warmest Color, Emma's blue hair especially comes to represent her and Adele's relationship, their passion, and Adele's awakening to her own sexuality. The blue hair is what makes Adele notice Emma to begin with, and the color blue is woven throughout the film's visuals in many of the couple's scenes together, in Emma's jacket when she comes to meet Adele and in the sheets when they have sex. When they split up, Emma's blue hair color fades to blonde. In a different way, in recent years, the use of colored streaks in an alternative or rule-breaking Asian character's hair has become its own cliched stereotype. In 2017, Chinese-American artist Yu Yi wrote on Twitter that there's this stereotype that Asian women are usually demure, have natural beauty. So Western producers have this idea that to subvert this trope, they have to make us different. Like look at this edgy Asian girl. And Asian vampires are the most vicious of all the vampires. You're going to let me wear my lady demon clothes or my dad will fly into your bedroom and bite your face off." When the streak was brought up on Writing with Color, a Tumblr dedicated to helping writers to write characters of color sensitively, a respondent said that a hair streak itself isn't necessarily problematic, but it becomes an issue when it's simply used as a lazy shorthand for character development. Alternative style in a broader sense is now becoming mainstream. Or at least what visually passes for or once was alternative, Fashion writer Carl Smith wrote in 2021 that, as high fashion begins to take on elements of style that were previously deemed alternative, we're seeing the erosion of traditional cultural divides in favor of a less compartmentalized appreciation of creativity. Elements that used to be derided or stigmatized in mainstream commercial arenas, such as brightly dyed hair, are now prized and popularized by contemporary stars like Lady Gaga, Kesha, Doja Cat, and Billie Eilish. I'm changing it after the dot comes out, it'll be the end of an era. Stepping even further into the mainstream mainstream, Kylie Jenner's love of switching up her hairstyle as part of her social media beauty mogul lifestyle has turned the choice into something much more casual, like trying on a new eyeshadow or lipstick. I think my following started to get a little bigger when I really was just finding out
0: like my style and who I
1: was and dyeing my hair. Film and TV also reflect this mainstreaming of dyed hair. We're seeing more and more characters who just happen to have brightly colored hair, or whose colorful hair doesn't simply signal that they're alternative but speaks to more complex, specific metaphors and visual symbols in the story. In I May Destroy You, main character Arabella's hair color is a lived in, washed out pink at the point when she experiences sexual trauma. This sweet, ultra feminine color, combined with the wig's scruffiness, shows a woman who is vulnerable at a low ebb. I'm great,
0: as long as I'm around people, um, when I'm alone, flashbacks. It's just, sometimes it gets a bit much.
1: Meanwhile, in flashback scenes, when she's more confident, her hair is a bold, violet hue. Then in a scene where she imagines confronting her rapist, Arabella wears a cropped blonde wig, Show creator and star Michaela Cole said, "...in my mind, the femme fatale woman seeking revenge is always blonde. That's how it's depicted in movies." In Star Wars The Last Jedi, Vice Admiral Holdo's clothing and lilac hair hint at how balancing her strong ideological outlook, discipline, and a meticulous mind, she's maternal, saving her crew and sacrificing herself to benefit the Resistance.
0: And it was really important for Ryan that she have room to be uh, very feminine and soft, and ethereal. She could hold all these different qualities, flirtatious, sensual, and powerful." Director
1: Ryan Johnson also wanted Holdo to appear mysterious, for audiences who weren't acquainted with her character to wonder if she was human or humanoid, and the hair adds to this ambiguity.
0: It was his vision for her to come in in, you know, is she human, is she humanoid, question."
1: While colored hair on screen is often representative of something, the rise of right hair colors in real life may also be attributable to something else. Back in 2011, trend forecaster Andrea Praet told the New York Times that the new spate of rainbow dye jobs wasn't like the 90s, when color signaled alternativeness. Now, instead, colorful hair was about expressing joy. There is a more optimistic undertone to this look, according to Pray This seems to have continued particularly in light of the COVID pandemic. Hair historian Rachel Gibson attributed this to joyful, positive colors, being frankly what we all need. And that brazen or willfully optimistic embrace of color can likewise be seen in on-screen characters. In Encanto, beautiful Isabella is the perfect sister, but she feels trapped by having to keep up appearances with her gift of instantly conjuring flowers. I've been stuck being perfect my whole entire life!" As she discovers how far her botanical powers can go, she plays with colored dyes, leaving her hair covered in rainbow streaks. Here, hair color isn't the main event. It's simply a beautiful evolution of Isabella's growing, changing personality. Color sits on a beautiful spectrum, just like humans do. As we attempt to articulate ourselves and our experiences, it makes sense that we want to push the way we look in different directions too. When we express more of ourselves on the surface, this can be a satisfying way of bringing our inner feelings and deeper sense of self into the
0: apparent world. I'm quite obsessed
1: with monsters right now.
0: Oh wow, maybe that's
1: accounting for the lavender hair. Anthropologists have written for decades about how it's part of human nature to want to change what we see in the mirror. Why not change it to reflect a favorite color, the mood we happen to be in, or the emotion we want to feel? In dark times, a little rainbow goes a long way.
0: I mean, how many hair colors could there be? Fifty, maybe. This is The Take on your favorite movie shows and culture. Subscribe so you can watch all of our videos.